we welcome fans in the Bell Centre in Montreal and the Air Canada Centre in Toronto, as well as in homes across Canada and the United States and the National Hockey League. Dans le cadre de démonstration inégalée d'unité, nous souhaitons les bienvenus aux amateurs rassemblés au Centre Bell de Montréal et au Air Canada Centre de Toronto, ainsi que dans les foyers partout au Canada et les États-Unis et à travers la Ligue nationale de hockey. The attacks of this past week have been a shock to the people of Ottawa and all Canadians. Tonight, we have an opportunity to stand united as one. Les attaques survenues cette semaine ont bouleversé les gens d'Ottawa ainsi que tous les Canadiens, mais elles représentent également une occasion de nous unir. We ask that you please welcome tonight's honored guests. Nous vous demandons d'accueillir chaleureusement les invités d'honneur de ce soir. From Corporal Cirillo's Hamilton-based regiment, the Argyle and Sutherland Highlanders, Master Corporal Michael Ash, and Officer Cadet Samuel Shepard. Representant l'Ajudant Vincent, Lieutenant Colonel Ken Brooks, and Ajudant Chef Marc Paquette, joining them is a combined flag party of Canadian Forces members along with John Sobey, representing Ottawa's first responders who bravely rushed to the scene and who kept our city safe every single day. Please join us in a moment of silence to honour and remember the victims. Warrant Officer Patrice Vincent, killed in Saint-Jean-sur-Richelieu, Quebec, and Corporal Nathan Cirillo, who was slain at the War Memorial in Ottawa, and all those affected by...
And hello, everybody. Whew, I'm going to try to hold myself together here. Welcome to the Way of the Truth Warrior. My name is David Whitehead, and I am so happy to be here with you today on this fine Monday, January 24th, 2022. And we're going to talk about how the tides have turned. And I hope you uh, enjoyed the intro to today's show. We played something for our American brothers and sisters and our Canadian patriots, freedom lovers. And this also goes out to the entire world. And in today, we're going to be talking about what's going on in my home country of Canada that I am so proud of. And I've got a lot to share with you. I've got some updates to share with you. I um, was going to bring a guest on, but I'm not sure if he can make it or not. There's a possibility he may jump in, um, but we'll, we'll play this by ear. But I hope you're all well. And um, I'm, I'm just beaming over here. I am just beaming. So let me just settle in, get some people in here. Let me know in the chat where you are watching this from, wherever in the world or wherever in Canada or that you're watching this, let me know in the chat. So good to be here. Shout out to the foxhole. Wild200x, hello, I cannot believe I caught you live. <laughs> well, welcome. Welcome to the front lines. Welcome, welcome. Hello, Rockfin. Hello, DLive. Hello, where else do we stream to again? We did the foxhole. Who am I missing? Rockfin, DLive, foxhole. Twitch. How's it going, Twitch? You guys ready to take this country back or what? I am lit. I am lit. And I got a lot to share with you. Before I share the current news and my opinion on what's happening, I have a little message for the doomers, the people that are trying to inject more paranoia, hysteria, and fear into what's going on. We're going to have a little talk. So pull up a chair. It's going to be a good one. I just want to put out a major thank you and show some massive respect to some organizations in Canada that are fighting hard right now. They are the last stand. They mean the world to me. And um, I want to do a shout out to Mounties for Freedom. I love you guys. I'm with you guys. And I know you guys came on a little bit earlier. But look at us now. Look at us now. I also want to do a shout out to Police on Guard for Thee. They had sent me a, a while back this nice medallion. I hosted one of their spokespeople and uh, another terrific organization in Canada that's fighting the good fight. They're standing with Rocco Galati, who I hear is recovering well uh, from his hospital admission. So that's good news. And I want to do a massive salute to our truckers in this country. And I also hear there are some fine truckers across the border in the U.S. that are also joining in. I just love you guys. You have no idea the impact you're having. And I just want you all to know that we're with you. We support you. And um, we're going to win this. We have to win this. We have to win this. 
This is the fight of our times. This is the fight of our lives. This is for all the marbles. And this is a fight. It's back and forth. We got caught with a few left hooks, a couple knee strikes to the abdomen, maybe a couple illegal groin kicks and eye gouges. We're battered and bloodied. But this show, I want you to imagine you're that fighter sitting in the corner and you want to quit and you feel like you're beaten. But you've got me in your corner and you've got all the patriots around the world in your corner telling you, willing you, like Mickey and Rocky, to get up and fight back now because you can seize the victory now. No matter how much you feel like this is over, get that shit out of your head immediately and get off this stool and fight this guy from the inside out. Fight like your life depends on it. Fight like you're already dead. Fight like you got nothing to lose. I've had quite enough of the doubters, the doomers, the naysayers. Although I do support being rational and I do support keeping the big picture in mind and we got to keep all eyes open. We must be very wary about what's happening. Absolutely. Absolutely. But don't let that descend into pessimism and depression and, oh my God, the sky is falling. It's hopeless. It's not hopeless. Evil contains within it the seeds of its own destruction. And these idiots in the government and the media have made some grave, grave, grave mistakes. As big and powerful as they seem to be, it's an illusion. The masks have come off. The emperor has no clothes. We've pulled back the curtain and we know what's going on. And there's no way to put people back to sleep now. So I've got a few clips to play, guys. I am so excited. I feel something in me. I, do you guys feel it? Is it just me? Am I crazy? Have I just been drinking too much opium out there? Or is there something changing in the wind? You tell me. Even, even the people that feel this is hopeless. Come on, give it to me in the chat. I want to know. I want to know. Do you feel it? Are you talking to people in your friends and family circles that are starting to snap out of this spell? Because that's what it is. That's what it is. A dark spell has fallen upon the minds of men. And we are being awoken out of it. And I've had enough of this shit with people. No, oh, there's no awakening. There's nothing happening. You're in the wrong place. Or maybe you're in the right place and you better sit down and listen. Because people like me, and there's a lot of people like me listening right now. There's a lot of people all over this country and all over this world that feel the same thing I do. That something stirs in the north. A cold wind this way blows, but it's not blowing towards us, my friends. It's blowing towards Ottawa. It's blowing towards D.C. It's blowing towards Big Ben. Justice is coming. You've got to believe it and you've got to fight for it. The truth is going to set us free. I've said it from day one. A lie cannot stand forever. It can't. It's impossible. It's, it's science. It's science. The science of truth says that a lie cannot stand upon itself. 
for it's built on a foundation of quicksand, isn't it? So I did want to address some very serious uh, people that I really respect that did have some concerns about this trucker convoy. And I want you to know I respect your position of being cautious because you have every reason to be cautious. You have every reason to be suspicious based on what we've seen. And I totally get it. But stick around. Stick around. For those of you who don't know for some reason, you haven't caught on to what's happening. The best estimates I've seen coming from some really, really trustworthy sources are that right now in Canada, as I speak to you, there are over 500,000 Canadians converging on Ottawa right now from all over the country. There are over 50,000, 50, 50, 50 men. He done take out 50 men on his own. <laughs> 50 thousand truckers plus probably more are converging on Ottawa right now to lay siege to that capital. And yes, there's going to be a little bit of suffering in this fight. So for all of you panicking, going, yeah, but Dave, they're blocking all the highways. How are we going to get anywhere? Where are you going to go? You're going to go to Walmart. You're going to go to the movies. Where are you going to go? You're going to go to Mexico, get on the plane. Sit in a tube with a bunch of people with the same air circulation where you're all divided six feet apart while you're waiting in line to show your ticket and then you all get crammed together in a big sardine can to go fly up in the sky and that's totally safe. You're going to go do that? Where are you going to go? Where in the world are you going to go hide right now? You should have already been packing up and preparing. I've been telling you for two years straight, pack up, stock up, get ready. We're at war. You got to fight a little bit. We're not asking you to go out in the trenches of World War I and sit and camp out in the blood, spit, and vomit of your fellows that have already fallen and try to fight with your last fingernail to survive. We're not asking you to do that. We're not asking you to storm the beaches in Normandy where you had a 92% chance of dying within the first 30 seconds. We're not asking you to do that. We're not asking you to storm the castles of Normandy. We're not asking you to do any of that. We're asking you to hold the line, to spread the word. The bastions have been lit. The fire is burning. The torches are lit. Help us spread this fire of freedom across our country and across this world, won't you? Instead of injecting your fear into what you say and what you do. Let's project victory. Let's project truth. Let's project courage. You've got to want it. You've got to want your freedom. You've got to want to know the truth. You have to be ready to make sacrifices for that. And these are the real sacrifices, not the sacrifices of this cult that is trying to change the entire order of the world to maintain full spectrum dominance over every square inch of your land, every square inch of your mind, and every square inch of your body. That's not what I'm talking about. That's what we're fighting. And that's what we're going to defeat. 
They've already lost. They just don't know it yet. That's the beauty of all of this, guys. The battle has already been won, don't you see? Because the truth wins. You can't. You can hide it. You can beat it up. You can try to debunk it. You can try to fact check it. You can get a bunch of little scurrilous rats like CTV and CPC and all these mainstream megaphones for the elite trillionaires that just raped and looted the economies of entire nations while we were sleeping. We're not going to listen to them. You listen to their mouthpieces for that. They're done. They're finished. You're out of, going out of business sale. Off you go then. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. You're done. We're the media now. I'm the media. You're the media. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear this. Woe is me. Oh my God. The enemy is greater numbers. They're bigger. There's more people. I keep going to Canadian Tire and they're all still wearing masks. Stop. They're not the only people around. Have you noticed? Have you noticed what's going on? 500,000 people are marching on Ottawa. Do you know what kind of resolve that takes? Do you think, do you think, if you do a little competition here, just think about this. In the blue corner, you've got the Karens, the, the poor souls who were totally brainwashed by this fear porn. I get it. I empathize with you and I welcome you with open arms and forgiveness and love. But snap out of it for crying out loud. You do not need to live in fear. But in the blue corner, we have the people that are afraid of life and they want to wear two masks. They want a subscription model to Pfizer getting jabs every two seconds because they think they believe Anthony Fauci. They believe Bill Gates. They believe Dr. Tam. They believe Doug Ford. They believe Justin Twinkletoes Trudeau, who's quivering in his castle right now. Aren't you, Justin? This isn't a good look, is it? Kind of falling apart at the seams, isn't it? What are you going to do now? Because you can't rewind this. Even if you stop this convoy, you can't rewind the awakening that it just created, the courage that just gave to a whole country, and that's giving to the whole world. People are watching. You can't un, you can't do the red flashy thingy to billions of people around the world that are tuning in to the Canadian channel to see what the hell's about to go down days from now, days, hours. Minutes from now. It's just the beginning. Give it some time. Give it some air. Give it some breathing room. Give it a chance. Give hope a chance. That's all I'm asking. And you can sit back and go, oh, no, Dave, there's too many signs that, you know, the World Bank and the UN and the Rock, all these guys, the Illuminati of the world, the cult of the medics, you know, they're just too powerful. Are they? Are they? Sorry, I was doing my analogy about the blue corner, red corner. I kind of want to finish that. In the blue corner, we've got double mask, quadruple jabbed for, for the rest of their lives, totally buying into this, coerced. A lot of people did this shit because they were coerced. They didn't even want to do this. They just didn't think past. I just want to go to Mexico or I just want to keep my job. I get it. I get it. I want you to go to Mexico. I want you to keep your job. We need some, got to fight first for that stuff. And you need to realize who the real enemy is and what the real virus is. Then we can go there, but you can't go there by listening to known liars and criminals. 
Go back and see my past shows. I have given you more than enough evidence, factual data, irrefutable proof that you've been lied to. Okay? So that's the blue corner. How's the resolve looking on the side of people who are terrified to breathe? How do you think their resolve is really holding up versus people like you and I? I didn't. I knew this was horseshit right from day one. But other people, it took some time, and I totally understand that. I mean, I'm in a different position because I do this for a living. I've dedicated my life to learning about how this world really works and studying the question of evil and studying the question of history and studying the question of mass psychology. We were talking about mass formation psychosis or whatever you want to call it on the Unslaved podcast for years before it even became a thing. So there's those, the old school already kind of got this, right? And then there's those that have been woken up by the actions of the government, of the media, of the health ministers, of the cult of the medics. Their own actions woke up a lot of you. I didn't even have to do it. You wouldn't have listened to me until something crossed the threshold of your door and suddenly pissed you off. Because I'm not, I don't have it. I'm not an academic. I'm not a celebrity. I'm not a, who am I? I'm just a guy in Canada, right? You wouldn't listen to someone like me. But you don't need to because the truth wins. The truth is going to show up whether you like it or not. And there's nothing you can do about it except face it. And so we're getting a dose of that. So there's a lot of people that came along later on. Welcome. What do you think the resolve of those people in the red corner, just red corner, blue corner, right? How do you think the resolve is holding up for those people? So who do you think is going to win, really? Do you really need the entire country to wake up? Do you really need the entire world to wake up? No, you don't. You just need 500,000 people and 50,000 truckers to shut Ottawa down until they do what the people want. The silent majority is silent no more. What else do you want? Like, And again, I'm speaking to the people who are still critical about this movement right now. Who, who, who maybe just have trouble believing that anything good in the world can actually happen. Who maybe just have trouble believing that evil is not the only power in the world. Who maybe just have some trouble understanding that all light casts a shadow. And so we, we see the shadow and we think that's all there is, but they forget about the light that created the shadow. The bad guys are not the only show in town. They're just, they just have the best PR. That's the end of it. They're tiny Little people, small man, little man syndrome, little woman syndrome. They're a small little group, a small little cult, little couple bloodlines here or there, couple people. Yeah, they got a lot of power, money, and influence, but they're few. They're nothing. If they were all powerful, they wouldn't need to invest so much in studying your psychology. They wouldn't need to invest so much in their media propaganda campaigns, which cost them billions of dollars every year just to keep you asleep and entertained and fat and happy and lazy. They invest in that. They study that. They want that. But that's all they got. The minute you stop buying what they're selling, they go out of business. And that's what's happening. That's, what hap that's what's happening. Don't believe me? Let me queue up a couple of things for you here. Hope you guys are well. Sir, I'm going to be very passionate today. I hope that's okay with you. Hope that's okay with you. I was literally this close to jumping in my truck this morning and driving across 
from Vancouver Island all the way to Ottawa, which is the most treacherous uh, ground you got to cover in Canada in January. And um, it's four 12-hour days straight of driving just to get there. And there's very little chance of me being able to exit because I have a feeling that Ottawa's going to be plugged up for a while. So get cozy. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to cover it here. I'm going to do videos. Go follow me on Telegram. Probably the best place for now. I mean, I'm on these other platforms, but I'll be doing videos on Telegram, DW Truth Warrior, doing updates. I'm making alliances. We're uniting the clans. I've got a, a, a crew of citizen journalists getting ready right now to go and start getting footage, unique footage for me to show you guys. They're on the ground there so that whatever the fake news says, we can prove it wrong simply by showing you the truth. We don't have to tell you. You don't have to believe anything. I'm just going to show you what's going on because I want to be a part of this. I wanted to be at the front lines of this thing, but hey, I can't get there physically. I'm going to be there in spirit and I'm going to be here with you telling you the truth as I see it. And we're going to go through this together and we're going to see what's what. But let's, uh, let's remove the doubt. Let's just take a look at a few things here that I want to show you. Um, you know what? I think I'm going to bring the video in first. Yeah, let's do that one. This one. Okay, guys, this one's a minute. Let's take a look at it together. Oh, unscripted video has a point that, what's this? Oh, okay, it doesn't support it. No worries, I got to back up. Let's do it like this. Let's do it like this. Sorry, guys, just bear with me. Doing this live. Is this the one? This is the one. Okay. Let's just restart it. There we go. Oh, wait. You know what I'm going to do is I'm just trying to get Telegram on screen, guys. Just bear with me here. Let's do audio. And here we go. Let's try this. Oh my God, this is going to be a tough show for me, guys. I'm just like, I'm going to be tearing up the whole time. Man tears. <laughs> oh, I've never seen anything like this in Canada. Ever. Ever. Never seen anything like it. I don't care what you say. Never seen anything like it.
Let me also just play a little uh, video for you from Police on Guard for Thee. Big shout out to those great men and women in the police of Canada, the RCMP, that are aware, they're awake, and they're fighting back. And uh, so let's check this one out. Chris from Police on Guard here. Just want to take a couple minutes of your time. I promise it won't take more than that. Just wanted to address a very important issue that has been on the lips of many people across this country. Our Prime Minister had said recently in front of a, an audience as well as on camera in French, which was translated to English, this is how I heard about it, that people that don't participate in taking this medical intervention that has been mandated are misogynist, racist, and they don't believe in science. Well, let's read the definition of science. The observation, identification, description, experimental investigation, and theoretical explanation of a phenomena. Now let me tell you what is not science. Blindly adhering to your Prime Minister without listening to those who are in the arena of science, who are being silenced, who are losing their jobs, who are being delicensed. And it's not just a couple rogue doctors and scientists. We're talking hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands, in Canada alone as well as many, many more down in the States that are speaking up and now across the globe. The tides are changing. The truth is coming out. But what are they doing? They're using ad hominem. They're discrediting people. They're canceling people. That's not science. That's the opposite of science. Science would be listening to what their observations and their findings are and having a roundtable and comparative analysis to figure out what is actually going on. And then we get the ability after that and during, to make our own decisions. Welcome to a democracy. That's how it should be. What's happening is quite the contrary. Now, we have to ask ourselves as Canadians, are we going to sit idly by and not speak up about this, not be vocal, loud, and, and angry, really, is what we should be, to push back against some of the most abhorrent words that have ever come out of a prime minister's mouth? We are Canadian. We're going to allow our neighbours to go without food on their tables and money in their bank account that they want to earn through their professions just because they will not or cannot partake in a medical intervention? If this does not disgust people, then I don't know what will. It's time to do something about it. Message your MP, call your MP, email, whatever you got to do, attend the office. Let's exercise our democratic rights. Let's stand by the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. Let's stand by each other. This is Canada. Let's never forget that. We stand on guard for the police on guard, and I'm hoping that you will all stand with us. Thank you. Bravo, good sir. I stand with you. I stand with you right to the end. I stand with these truckers and these freedom fighters and these truth warriors in Canada and around the world to the end. And that's the spirit we need, my friends. We have to have the mindset of a winner, of a victor. You got to want to win. And to win, there's risk. In order to win at anything in life, this big fight we're all in, Battle of the Black Gates, you know, that fight or any little fight, even the fight to get out of bed every morning and, and bring some energy to your day, you, there's risk. Life is risk. Don't stop living. Don't stop believing just because there's risk. Yes, there's risk that this trucker thing could just explode into a big shit show. But 
don't know. What are they going to do? They're going to get the RSMP to go put some sandbags up? <laughs> what are you going to do? 500,000 people? Are you kidding me? They have a $3 million bank account right now. They hold all the leverage. They're going to shut down the nervous system of this country. And everybody's going to be like, oh my God, Dave, they're playing right into the hands of the deep state globalists because that's what they want. They want economic destruction. They've already destroyed our economy. We're trillions of dollars with a T in debt. It's like you get a perfect movement on a silver platter that's not violent, that's not advocating to storm the castle, that's not about anything other than standing up for the Charter of Rights and Freedoms in this country, for basic human uh, decency, for real science, for sanity to return to our public offices again, for sane economic policies, for sane governance of this country. These truckers are doing this for more things than one. You talk to a lot of them. I'm going to try to have some of them on the show. And any truckers listening, anybody a part of that movement, reach out to me. You've got a platform here. Let's do this. But you talk to a lot of these guys, they're in this for a lot more. Canada's in trouble on a lot of different fronts and has been so for a long time. And the bureaucrats in this country and the media shills, the fake news, has been completely disconnected from the real average Canadian. And they're about to regret it. They're about to find out that the most of the country doesn't operate in their little bubbles. And there's no, what's beautiful about this? Because if we would have done, if somebody, if you would have had like someone stand up and go, okay, we're going to charge the gates and we're going to shoot catapults at the parliament bill. Like that's a disaster. That's a false flag. Okay, because that's just drawing you out and making you into exactly what the news media just can't wait to put on camera. So don't mess this up. Don't do anything stupid out there. Just love, unity, consciousness, freedom, truth. That's all you need. Support. There's moms making cookies for these truckers and having children sign notes to them. I read some of them, guys. I... <laughs> It makes me want to cry, man. Children. Thanking these truckers for their sacrifice, for them taking a risk so that these kids could play on the playgrounds again, go to the swimming pool again, go to dance class again, go see their friends again, live life again. This is from children. And so you get a movement that's really well organized. It's viral and it's going every second. Like right now, guys, there's updates happening right now as I'm speaking. Like I can't even keep up. I'm going to show you a little sampling of it, but go look, just go look up the hashtag truckers for freedom anywhere on the internet and just start watching videos and getting updates. I'm going to show you some in a bit here, but it's freaking massive. Australia tried it last year and it didn't quite go off. Canada is nailing this one. So anyone else in the world, take notes. Let's do, let's do this the whole, let's do this all over the world. Why can't we? Peaceful non-compliance, massive resistance. They've got, they went from $1 million donations 
to 2 million in two days. And today I looked and they're close to 3 million. They might already be over 3 million. That's real grassroots movements. And people are going to go, all right, Dave, yeah, but what happens if they, um, I don't know, send in the military and declare martial law and do all that kind of stuff? Good. Yeah. Yeah. That, we're, we're in a war. There's risk. And what, what does that do, actually? Think about that. Think that through to the end, past your fear of that happening. What, hap what, what does that do? That just wakes up hundreds of thousands of more people. Every move they make right now is checkmate for them. See that. Know that. Is there going to be casualties? Is there going to be some little failures here and there? Is there going to be some back and forth? You're in a fight. You're in a championship boxing match. The whole world is watching. It's the 12th round. You're both beat to shit. And it's whoever's got the strongest will that's going to win. That's where we're at. So you don't go, oh, sh there's a possibility that it'll fail, Dave. So we should just pull the plug. Go back to the bench. I'm sorry. You got to be able to hold your shield up at a certain shield up at a certain level, or you can't be a part of the Felonax. And if that's harsh, I apologize. I'm just feel. I'm just. You have to get behind this. We need good energy again. This world is depressed. The whole world is depressed. Everybody's turning into alcoholics. Everybody's f losing their shit. In order to make any change, you need to have a symbolic beacon of light shining on the hill. You need that. Humans need that. That's just the only way. If nobody's going to be a part of something that doesn't have any hope behind it or any real thing, teeth behind it. And yes, I know people are sick of falling for stuff. There's been a lot of psyops. There's been a lot of false promises. I get it. I get it. But we, just don't forget we're at war here. So don't quit. Don't give up the fight. Fight to the end. Wouldn't you rather... Wouldn't you rather go into battle believing and knowing that you're going to win and bringing the success and the divine protection that comes with operating like that? Shoot for the moon, at least you're up in the stars. You know what I mean? Wouldn't you rather operate from there and come home on your shield if you have to? Then, and I'm speaking metaphorically here, I'm not encouraging any violence. I just have to say that so I don't get swatted. Um, and we don't even need that shit anyways, okay? This is a keto time, all right? So you can either go into battle assured of victory or you can go into battle with all the doubts and all the, oh my God, oh my God, what if, what if, what if this, what if that, what if, what if when I throw a spear into the enemy line, they shoot back. I better not throw the spear then. That's the recipe for how to lose. We don't need that right now. This is all in. The government went all in. Trudeau went all in. Doug Ford went all in. Everybody's going all in. And this whole thing is crumbling apart all over the world, all over the world. And you're going to get little victories and then, yep, other battles to fight and little victory. This is a And even when we get, I don't know what's going to happen with this trucker thing. There's more battles that lie beyond that. So keep your energy up, keep training, keep your warrior spirit alive. This isn't over by a long shot, but it's also not just beginning. It's also not hopeless. And it's also not already won by the dark side. That is bullshit. And that's my opinion. And I just really felt like I had to come on here and say that. I want to see a strong armada.
of Spartan warriors lined up, ready to die for their freedom. And I'm speaking metaphorically. <laughs> you have to be able to risk it all if you want freedom in this world. You have to be able to give free. And also, we've talked a lot on my show, and we do this all the time on the Unslaved Project, about how to be free within you, even if the world does go to shit, even if you're thrown into concentration camps, even if you the whole world is turned into a big gulag. Freedom is an inside job. And from that freedom, you need to write your own inner constitution right now. That you are going to say, I recognize this. This is my flag. This is what I'm fighting for. This is what freedom means to me. And I'm going to defend it to the end. I'm going to fight for the future of my children. There's nothing else. To, I've got nothing else to lose. Do you know what these truckers are now? They just don't have anything else to lose now. The boys have had enough. They're ready to go. It's happening. It's unstoppable. It's growing in momentum. It's a snowball rolling down a hill that is turning into an avalanche. And I just really, really want to know how these people in Ottawa think they're going to stop this. You're going to send in the broken, underfunded, demoralized, fractured Canadian military that you just sent a bunch of troops over to Ukraine with that fiasco? And don't fall so quickly to that shit either, by the way. There's a lot of stuff they're trying to distract you from the fact that we're winning. That's what this is. They're just trying, they're doing what all of these sociopaths would do to try to save face. Because you're dealing with ego. You're dealing with these people's ego. The ego never wants to submit. It's the mind of a child. It never wants to submit. It's the red flame. You know what I mean? So that's what you're fighting. They're, they're never going to stop. They're like that bully. You can kick their ass every, every period of school and they still keep coming at you because they just never, they can't get enough. They're never going to admit failure. That's what you're dealing with. But that doesn't mean you stop fighting and then allow the, oh, well, because they're not, Dave, they're not stopping. They're doubling down on the mandates. They're still firing people. That means we're losing. No, 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 no. That means they're desperate. That means they're panicking. That means they're flailing. When they start using force and coercion on you, that's a sign that they're already losing. I already knew that when they started doing it. As soon as I started seeing them go to the use of force and they switched really, really quickly from trying to bribe you with a bunch of free shit, to, to get these shots. And then they switched immediately to, well, then, well, fine. We're not going to take my free hamburgers for a year. Then your free case of beer, you're not going to take that. Well, then you, we're going to force you. We're going to fire you. When I see that, I see losers. I see people that are losing. I don't see winners. I don't get afraid. Those people don't, don't make me afraid. They're afraid. They're afraid. That's the truth. And boy, are they afraid now. Because not only are there 50,000 plus truckers driving to Ottawa right now as I speak, um, the numbers of people that were the silent majority waiting in the background are coming out of the trees, man. They're just coming out, all the clans from all over Canada, all the little tiny rinky-dink towns and all the, you know, the, the farmers in Saskatchewan, the oil guys in Alberta, the, you know, everybody's just coming out of the woodwork. It's the, 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 the torch has been lit. You're not going to unlight that torch. I'm sorry. Even if these truckers fail, you're not putting that back in the bag. You're not. We'll come back and win the next one. We're it's going to be relentless. It's going to be waves upon waves. You want to talk about waves of COVID? Wait about waves of freedom coming up your arse. How about that? How about that? So, whew, 
what else do I got here? Let's get into some stuff. Um, okay, I'm going to do this one next. I saw this one from a nice Canadian fella from Halifax, Nova Scotia. Let me, uh, let me see if this will, hopefully this shares the audio. Let's test this out. He's saying, enough is enough. I'll see you in Ottawa. Hey there. I'm a uh, Canadian from New Brunswick, and um, I'm tired of Justin Trudeau. He's segregating people, and he's uh, taking away our Canadian Charter of Rights. I mean, unless you, you bend over and take this experimental vaccine that he is mandating basically for everyone, um, then I guess the Canadian Charter doesn't apply to you, which is discrimination. So if you take a look at the Canadian Charter, um, your mobility rights, um, they got rid of that. Your freedom of religion, um, they're getting rid of that. They're dragging pastors off. Um, they can't They can't worship unless they're vaccinated. Can't go to a restaurant or a movie. Uh, I know this happened to a lot of people. Uh, you probably lost your job because you won't take the vaccine. I lost my job of nine years. <laughs> they just got rid of me because I wouldn't take the vaccine. I've not been able to go to funerals of my family members um, because you're not allowed in a funeral home unless you're vaccinated. You know, they're just giving me a hard time everywhere. I feel like I have no rights. Is that the Canada that you that you want to live in? It's it's not the Canada I grew up in. And you know what? Uh, everyone's going to have their turn under the boot, but enough is enough. The truckers, they've had enough. They're all headed to Ottawa, Justin. They're all headed to Ottawa <clears throat> to stand up for Canadians because they're fucking heroes. There's a lot of truckers going. There's a lot of Canadians going to support them. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to support these truckers. Because, Justin, the government is elected to defend our democracy and uh, uphold the Canadian Charter of Rights. And you? You're a, you might think you're a dictator, but you're just a small-minded little man doesn't know that there's a lot more people than you claim that don't like what you're doing. And we're going to come peacefully and uh, assemble together, play the national anthem, support these truckers, and say enough is enough. Enough is enough. See you in Ottawa. Hell yes. That's just one of many you can find. If you go on TikTok right now, it's lit up with videos like this. Um, yeah, people have had enough. That's right, Lacey May 33, enough is enough. And um, I saw someone in the chat who's saying stuff like, oh, because you allowed them because you allowed the government. That's why this is happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, but we're waking up now. It's happening, you know? Just give credit where credit is due. Let's just evolve our thinking now and move on to some solutions and just get this done. Let's stop with 
the peanut gallery, right? Just ask yourself every day, what am I doing to win this? What am I doing today? What can I do? Who can I reach out to? What, what connections do I have? What, what can you do instead of casting shade on people that are doing something, even if, yeah, it is a little bit late. Here we are. We're here right now on this date. What date is it? What date is it? January something, 24th? January 24th, 2022? Took us long enough, but here we are. And I also want to extend a hand to those who followed along with the COVID cult, listened to the media, did what they were told, thought they were doing the right thing, meant well, but unfortunately were led down the garden path by some very professional propagandists and liars and deceivers. I don't hate you. Welcome. We're all in this together, right? Isn't that what this whole thing started off with? It's okay to be wrong. I've been wrong before. It's okay to have been fooled. Everybody gets fooled. These people are professionals. I don't blame anybody. As long as now we're realizing it, we're doing the work that it takes to learn what's happening, and we're, we're fighting back. I hold no grudges. I have nothing but empathy. Let's just go win this. Let's bury the hatchets. Let's unite the clans and let's win back our freedom. How about that? How about that? The freedom that you thought you were going to get back by complying, but clearly haven't. Let's just go win this. Let's do what it takes. Let's do it peacefully and let's do it the right way. Let's do it legally by real law, not the fake laws they keep inventing to cover their stuff up. The real law. And let's just go win this fight. Stop bickering amongst each other. And if, you're, if your mindset is in a permanent state of pessimism and depression and the sky is falling and there's nothing we can do about it, I pray for you, man. I want nothing but, but the best for you. I want the, the, the truth to illuminate that mind that's become clouded with hopelessness. Because it's not hopeless. Not by a long shot. Not if you're on my team. Not if you're on the team of these people that have the steel to stand up against tyranny. Now, real quick, just on some of the technical stuff. Um, oh, hold on. Okay. This is just a couple minutes. It's a little update from Dr. Robert Malone. He was at Senator Ron Johnson's meeting today. So they had Dr. Perry, Pierre Corey, a bunch of doctors, kind of a panel. These panels are starting to kick off. You notice that? And um, he just had something very interesting to say that if you have friends or family that are still stuck in the matrix of the media, fear, porn, COVID narrative, um, this is a good entry point. That's how I see someone like a Dr. Robert Malone. There might even be some things I disagree with him on. He's not perfect. But you look at the guy waking up in real time. That's how I see it. And we got to be grateful for somebody of his status getting to this point to be able to say what he's about to say. We should be grateful for that. And we shouldn't expect him to come out and be totally as red-pilled as you are. Let's just see. These are the people. These are the voices that are going to be the interim. They're going to be the, the, the bridge that's going to allow people that have been listening to Anderson Cooper and CBC News. We're going to get them across a bridge over to 
podcasts like this and the information that we cover, the big picture. You can't just do a gigantic leap from one to the other. There, how did you wake up? Did you wake up in one foul swoop? There's probably a lot of stuff that you believe that's total nonsense too. Same with me. We're all on a process, right? So, because I know the minute I press this, there's going to be a bunch of people in the chat and be like, oh my God, he's an Illuminati shill. He works for the CIA. Come on. Come on, keep your opinions. But I think this is good that we have a doctor of this caliber saying what he's saying. That's just my opinion. So I'm just going to play it for you real quick. Share this with your friends. And uh, let's just end this nonsense, eh? Omicron, we are, we are truly blessed, as I said back before Christmas that Omicron has such low risk for severe disease and death. However, it's got a warning sign, and it's what GERD has been warning about and what the FDA has acknowledged in the original documents allowing the emergency use authorization in which they told the pharmaceutical industry that they desired that the pharmaceutical industry would investigate the risks of antibody-dependent enhancement or vaccine-enhanced disease. What Gert has been warning us about, quite stridently, is if we continue to implement this universal vaccination policy rather than the position of the Great Barrington Declaration, which I've supported in multiple op-eds in the Washington Times, among others, if we continue to pursue this universal vaccination strategy in the face of the pandemic, particularly with Omicron now, a much more highly infectious, highly replication-competent virus. What we risk is the dri driving the virus through basic evolution to a state where it may be more pathogenic and more able to elude immune response. So in sum, I don't wish to scare, we've had enough fear porn, but if we continue to pursue universal vaccination, the high probability is that what we will continue to see is the evolution of additional escape mutants that are increasingly infectious and may well become more pathogenic. This policy of, of forced universal vaccination is absolutely contrary to all of our understanding about basic viral evolution. We are clearly seeing the development of escape mutants that are resistant to the vaccine Omicron is not only resistant to the vaccine, but its infectivity seems to be facilitated by the vaccine. And in my opinion, this must stop for the sake of the world. Wow, for the sake of the world. Like from a guy that makes vaccines, that's, <laughs> I never thought I'd see the day, to be honest with you. So thank you, lucky stars. And uh, in other news, I hear that uh, Dr. Jordan Peterson is en route to do an interview with Joe Rogan. And um, yep, I went scorched earth on Peterson when he was out there telling everybody to get the jab and suspend all judgment for six months and statements like that. But um, he seems to come around and now his message is completely different. And he's out there posting about the trucker convoys. He's out there uh, connecting the dots that I figured he would have connected at the beginning of all of this, that this is really the kind of takeover that he had been warning us about since 2015 or whatever. 
And um, he seems to really understand that now. So this is going to be a very interesting conversation, I think, with Rogan and Peterson. It's going to go super ultra mega viral. And again, I look at that Rogan podcast and what he's been going, you know, this sort of waking up period that he's been doing on that show. I look at that as another bridge from Normieville over to understanding what's really going on. So I'm grateful for it. And I'm glad Peterson is batting on the side of freedom. And that's what we need. We need the academics who, for whatever reason, got completely snowballed by this. I could do a whole show dissecting why I think that is, but that's another thing. Um, we need people from within the media. We need people, even in government, people that were previously pushing this, that if you are awake and you're just scared, you've been threatened, something's going on in the background. I know there is. I know there is. You've got the support now. You've got more support on this side, the side of freedom and true science and bodily autonomy. You've got more support on that side than you do on the dark side of tyranny, the end of bodily autonomy, a surveillance state, a total economic pirating scenario where we just got looted blind. And speaking about that, I wanted to make this comment about the fact that the irony of the fact that this is truckers. <laughs> this is awesome. Awesome. Because it just shows you that those elite champagne drinking golden toilet seat academic mofos are the first to shrivel in the face of a fight, in the face of tyranny. Okay. Big academic funding, you know, big PhDs, you wear your white little scarf and your suitcase. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where were you when we really needed your intellectual expertise? It's truckers that save the day. What does that tell you? The blue collar, middle class truckers that put those steaks on your table and bring you that champagne and bring those golden toilet seats in and bring those scarves in. They're the ones that got to stand up because everybody else cowered. Unbelievable. And I love it. I love the irony of that. That it's the blue collar trucker. What kind of a legacy? We need a big truck statue now down in Ottawa. All the statues that they're burning and pillaging and tearing down. Fine. Let's replace it with some real shit. I don't know. I just, I'm so proud of them. I, I think this is so awesome. And now people, I, People are doing their own convoys now. This is just, I just can't believe this. I can't believe this. Oh my God. I've been fighting this fight a long time. You know, I was just telling my wife last night, we had a long two hour discussion about whether or not I was going to take a month to go into Ottawa and do that. Um, I got two small children. <laughs> it's just, I'm driving through treacherous road conditions the entire way. It's insanity. Um, when we don't know what's going to happen, but we had a long talk and, I told her, I was raised, I was born and raised in Calgary. I was born in Calgary. I was raised in Saskatchewan, London. I've lived all over Canada. I'm as Canadian as you get. My, um, both my grandfathers fought in the war, World War II. They were vets. Um, even my great-grandfather, my great-grandfather, my great-grandfather had to walk home from a concentration camp in Germany. He had to walk home to Holland after the war. 
incredible stories that I heard, incredible stories. And they used to tell me like, I can't even put into words the evil we saw. And you must never let it happen again. And that echoed in my mind. That's why I do what I do. And when I saw the footage of the G20 protests that happened in Toronto, Canada, in, what was it, 2009, 2010, I can't even remember, a while back. And I, I had thought that Canada was somehow immune to the tyranny that was going around the world. And I was already researching stuff back then. I was already looking at 9-11 and looking at the bank here, banking stuff and history and all that. Um, and I had already seen what happened at the G20 summit in the UK previous. And it was an just absolute, like, it was crazy. And I thought, oh, they would never do that in Canada. <laughs> And uh, lo and behold, it was the worst G20 event. It was the worst one. There were snatch and grab teams. There were people that were just coming home from some dinner at a restaurant that were thrown into a 36-hour prison. Um, there were human rights abuses like you wouldn't believe. There were mounted Mounties. This is all under uh, Bill Blair, by the way. Hey, Bill, how's it going? How'd you get promoted after that? Um, there were Mounties running down people with horses. There were paraplegics that were being grabbed and assaulted by cops. There were crowds of people singing the national anthem, women, children, old people, all backgrounds singing the national anthem and then got charged by the police line. It was, you got to go watch Dan Dick's uh, documentary, Into the Fire. And that, watching all that footage, and that was another scenario where the mainstream media was full of shit and then citizen journalists were going down with their phones and getting all the footage and telling everybody what was really going on. And they brushed it under the carpet and I'll bet you they'll never revisit it. There won't be justice served. But that moment, I was just telling my wife, I'm like that moment I just knew my country was under attack. There's something wrong here. I'm, it's not immune. That was my wake up for in a Canadian context. I was looking at things from American and other, the world's context. When I saw that, I went, okay, this country is not what I thought it was in the government sector. The people, that's another story. We're going to find out about that. We're sleepy at the wheel. We're slow to the punch. But when we stand up, <laughs> there's no stopping us. Um, but I knew in that moment, and I had a fire in my heart to defend my country. When I was uh, flirting with having a professional fighting career, I was training. I was doing amateur stuff. Um, I was training with people like Johnny Terrio and all of that. Bill Gatchel and all these different people. And I was looking at having a fighting career. I used to go and watch the fighters and they would do these like big events leading up and sing the national anthem before the fights. And I always wanted an opportunity to represent Canada and something. You used to watch the Olympics with my mother and, you know, just born and bred, love my country. I've driven coast to coast many times, many friends all over the place, family all over the place. Most of them don't talk to me, um, but let's just say that was my start. And then I started doing some deep research into Canada and found out the truth. Met Paul Hellier, met so many other great Canadians, and, um, and now here we are, vindicated, vindicated. 
But now we're going to be vindicated on the fact that uh, we're going to be waking up and reversing this. We're going to fight back. We're going to at least fight back. We're going to give it all we've got. All we've got. So the passion of freedom in my heart, I can't even put into words. I can barely sit still ever since this started. I can barely sit still. I'm pacing. I'm fucking just like, oh, I'm so excited and anxious about it. I think it's, it's a oh, big world. I'm sure you guys all feel it. It's been a roller coaster. It's been a hard war, man. Hard war. I keep going to this little spot by my house to sort of reflect and put out my intentions and my prayers, if that's what you want to call them. And I just went there today before this show. And I just realized how many times I'd been there this past two years. How many roller coaster moments I had. How many things have happened during this time? And here we are. Here we are. Took long enough, but here we are. Finally, Canada has a pulse. And more than a pulse. <laughs> I think it's going to be like the zombie apocalypse in a good way. Where uh, even the dead shall rise. I want a, I want a better country for my kids. I want a better future for my kids. I will not sit back and do nothing, even if I'm afraid, even if I have my doubts, even if I am not sure. I'm not going out like that. I'm not going out like that, and I hope you aren't either. Because here's the good news. What's amazing is all the things that are all happening and coalescing together at the same moment. Don't you see that? We've got tunnel vision. And we think, oh, this is happening. And then this separate thing over here is happening. And then, yeah, I know that happened a couple weeks ago. And I know this one over there. Add it all up. Get your calculator out and add up all of the things that are happening that are positive, that show that we're actually winning And you tell me that it's hopeless. I, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't sit here with what I've seen, even though I've seen a lot of the dark stuff. I can't sit here and tell you, guys, this is all just a big hoax. It's a big psyop and it's all over and it's all hopeless. And I hope you, I wish you all the best. <laughs> it's not going to happen. I don't care if my house is on fire. It's not going to happen. There's still a hope. There's still a chance. That's a fighter's mind. That's the warrior's mind. There's a chance. You got to end my heartbeat in order for me to stop believing there's a chance. If you make one mistake, one, I'm going to capitalize on it and I'm going to finish the fight. So fact check that. Um, all right, now I'm going to swing over to Twitter and we're going to do an updated little gander together of... What's going on right now? We're all going to see what's happening together. Okay, so let me just do this. Pull up my Twitter. Okay. Let's go search. <laughs> it's already ready to go. So you go hashtag truckers for freedom, and then you go to latest. <laughs> Let's just take a gander. Ian Rankin, on a day like today, 
where they could be overshadowed, overshadowed by a few, I want to send a big thank you to all of our truckers who have stepped up in its overwhelming majority, gotten fully vaccinated and continue. To, oh, what's this? Oh, that's why he's suffering. Okay, never mind that. The real trucker. Okay, I'm reading the wrong tweet. These are the guys going, these are the real truckers for freedom. They're the ones that got their vaccines. <laughs> okay, let's skip that. Let's skip that. I don't care if you believe in the vaccine. We want freedom. Let's just see what people are saying here. Rex Murphy. Truckers are the proxy protesters for a lot of angry Canadians. Yep. You have no idea how many angry ones, Rex. No idea. No idea. Yeah, don't kid yourself. There's a lot of support across Canada. Chick from Ontario. Nothing can stop it. Let's see what this one is. Cangal, Prairie Freedom. They tried to call them in. Canadian military has chosen to stand down, and the OPP has publicly stated they support the truckers. <laughs> I got to double check on that, but hey, that's some good news. Let's do her a follow over here. Yeah, I don't see the military doing jack shit with this. Oh, here we go from Randy Hillier. This is the protest, I think, on the weekend. Because what we're doing, what Justin Trudeau is doing, what Doug Ford is doing to our province and our country, what they're doing with this mandatory vax pass at the border, they know they are intentionally shorting the food supply in our country. They're intentionally making the shelves in our grocery stores empty. They all know that this time of year, all our fresh fruit, produce, and much of our protein comes from south of the border. And they're blocking it off. They're shorting it up. Justin Trudeau is a terrorist, and Doug Ford is his accomplice. Yep, there you go. Randy Hillier has been strong from the beginning. And of course, we're going to see a lot of people trying to use this hashtag and try to bolster their COVIDian argument, but it's not going to matter. It's not going to matter. Twitter is not an accurate reflection of the world. Uh, most people don't even use, most, most, most Patriot Canadians don't even know what Twitter is. Yeah. But I'll tell you, there's a lot of unity on a disapproval of Justin Trudeau. Okay. So that's, that's the good news. That's the good news. Yeah. The trolls who have loved every minute of the past two years are crawling out of the woodwork to mock and denigrate anyone opposing the growing tyranny. Don't waste your time responding to them. Send a tweet for freedom and said truckers for freedom. Hell yeah. Let's get some William Wallace action in the room here. That's awesome. Hey, you guys got any, um, anything? Let me see. I'm gonna go check on the foxhole as well. If anybody's got any good links, 
they want to drop in the chat on DLive or Twitch, I can very easily pull it up. Uh, Rockfin or um, well, let me check Rockfin. Rockfin as well. I can do it easily. Foxhole. For some reason, I got to refresh it. So yeah, if you guys got any good uh, links you want me to pull up that you think are relevant and they're cutting edge, let me know. I can do that. What's this registered nurse shares what she saw on the front lines in New York City? Let's just hear this out. I haven't heard this one. Let's let's check it out together, guys. My name is Nicole Serotech. I'm a registered nurse. I've been a registered nurse for over a decade. My specialty is critical care, trauma, and flight. Um, since the start of the COVID pandemic, I've actually been rebranded, I guess you can say, as a leading expert in early intervention strategies executed on a large mass scale using the FLCCC protocol, as well as um, ventilator, uh, COVID patient ventilator protective strategies to optimize uh, COVID patients on the ventilators. My story actually begins back in May of 2020. I was one of the original nurses that went to NYC to help with the COVID pandemic, because as we remembered, they needed nurses. Most importantly, they needed ventilators. Well, I was the whole package, a flight nurse that can manage ventilators. And when I arrived there, um, the gross negligence and the medical you know, malfeasance that happened in there and the complete medical mismanagement of these patients is what had led us, has led us to the situation that we're in right now. The pandemic and the hysteria that was created from poor public health measures and poor execution of appropriate early intervention strategies and the handicapping of medical professionals doing their job has led to where we are right now and into the crisis situation that we are in. I will use several key case studies that will represent larger uh, descriptive statistical information for what I'm going to speak of. But when I was in New York, and what continues to happen today is that many of them are not dying from COVID. Now, many people don't know about me is that I'm actually a master's prepared biochemist, and I have worked extensively with the HIV uh, virus tracking um, genetic mutations. So I feel very comfortable going toe-to-toe -to -toe with some of these doctors here, although I am not a doctor, I'm just a nurse. But what we saw in these front lines, we knew what was happening. And when we asked for the ibuprofen, they said, no, it was contraindicated. When we asked, like, why aren't we giving them steroids? Oh, well, it's not. We we're just following orders. Following orders has led to the sheer number of deaths that has occurred in these hospitals. I didn't see a single patient die of COVID. I've seen a substantial number of patients die of negligence and medical malfeasance. My name is... Wow. Wow. Take it from the nurse. This is, yeah, Nicole Sirotek. And she shares what she saw on the front lines in New York City. I've just spoken to, to, I've spoken to many nurses and paramedics that have told me this exact thing. This exact thing. So this is what I was saying. I did a recent video log where I was trying to take apart this argument of just trust the experts and everybody tries to compare it to why are you even, you know, you wouldn't question a car mechanic if you're not a car mechanic. You can go check that out on my Rockfin page. It's a recent drive with Dave that I did. And I thought I took on that argument really well um, because when you have multiple groups of experts that you have to now make a decision as to who you're going to listen to, you're still in the same position 
as if you didn't hear any experts where you have to learn how to make up your own mind. You have to be smart enough and learn enough and learn how to trust your mind enough to be able to decipher between who you're going to trust, whether it's this group of experts over here that represent Anthony Fauci, the CDC, the World Health Organization, Bill Gates, et cetera, or are you going to trust nurses like this and doctors and Dr. Malone's and, and, you know, scores and scores and scores of doctors and experts and all these people all over the world. And so there, the argument has been dead for a long time. In fact, it was dead right in the beginning that for some reason, our side, as Justin Trudeau likes to say, is anti-science. That is just 100% lies and, and deception. That's just not true. Just not true. We just decided not to go with the most funded, paid off version of experts. We went with other experts because science is supposed to be an open and free inquiry and it's the process of elimination and we need to have scientific rigorous debate. And the fact that that was censored and silenced and doctors and nurses like this were censored and silenced and only now do they get to come out and have these moments of testimony only to be then attacked by the media and the socialist media companies tells me everything I need to know. So chew on that. Yeah, everyone will be in Ottawa. <laughs> everyone will be in Ottawa. You hear that? Everyone. A cold wind blows from the north. Oh, Laurel and Tyler Thompson. She's great. I'm going to be going back on her show soon. Let's see what this clip is. I'm sure it's good. Just gotta mute over here first. For freedom, hey, thank you for all you've done, thank sir. You, you started you. this with a, a video <laughs> that kind of went viral. How do you feel seeing all this? This is awesome. Yeah. This is so awesome. I know. I wish I could go. I really so wish I yeah. could go. But I made it here when I wasn't even supposed to get to here, so. Right, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're one of the truckers that's given up a lot, right? <laughs> Yeah. I know. It's making all of us cry. Yeah. Crazy, this right? is awesome. Thank you for everything. Thank you for everything, sir. Thank you to the truckers. You're the heroes of our nation. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Be safe. Absolutely. You've done, you've done, you've done amazing. So we'll, we'll see you again. We will. Yeah, we'll Absolutely. catch you on the fly. All right. God bless you. Have a good trip. All right. Oh my God, <laughs> you see the joy on that guy's face? There's nothing fake about this, guys. There's nothing fake about this. These are real people. These are real people. It's unbelievable. It really is. This is such a historic moment in Canada. I hope you guys know how big this is. If not, you're going to find out soon enough. <laughs> What's it there? <laughs> I'd like to speak to the manager. What's up with the hair? What's up with that? Oh my God, that's funny. Uh, let me see what else we got. Oh, I had one on Telegram here. A, a good account to follow on Telegram. I'm going to do two videos from this guy. Raging Dissident. Raging Dissident. Uh, it's, his channel's called Rageboard. Let me go and bring that up. Hold on. This guy is military from Nova Scotia. 
Uh, I'm just going to play this video he just posted real quick. I haven't even seen it yet. So once again, let's just watch a few of these together. You see, Trudeau, there's something you're going to figure out. It's people like me in this industry that feed you, bring you fuel, everything you take for granted. Well, I'm going to tell you something. We run this country, not you. Without us, this place don't move. And when everybody in all these cities is starving because we refuse to move, guess what? They'll no longer be on your side. So the truckers are kind of like that uncle that doesn't say much. He stays quiet in the background. But when he speaks, people listen. That's what you're dealing with right now. We've had enough. You're not playing this game no more. This ain't a game. This isn't just our lives. This is everybody in Canada's lives. And you're nothing but a drama teacher. Go back to it. Go to some country you paid off, man. <laughs> oh, that was sweet. Well done, good sir. Look at that cool lighting in the truck. Those trucks are so cool. They got cozy little beds in the back. What a life. What a life. Let's see what else he's got here. Rage cast, convoy, commie doom, <laughs> convoy of commie doom. <laughs> he's going live at 6, 6 p.m. Pacific. Oh, no, that's 6 p.m. Sorry. Uh, that would be, was that 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern time? He says, every day for two years, it got closer. Now it's happening. Canadians from coast to coast in the millions are supporting a grassroots movement with teeth to suffocate this inept, out-of-touch, and self-interested, quote, government. I told you the day would come when the trucks would roll to Ottawa for all the marbles. I've never been more proud of you all. And seeing all the scenes of national unity, thousands and thousands of people coming out in peak Canadian winter to throw their weight and support behind our guys to get this done nearly brings me to tears. Brother, you're a patriot. You're a real warrior. You're welcome on this show anytime. I'm going to be reaching out to you, so look out for my email. I've been watching this guy for a few years. He's been, he's been on the ball with a lot of stuff in Canada. Um, there's that one. There's that one. I want to find the one. <laughs> Doug Ford. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, oh, yeah. There's another good one. I see it Yeah, we're going to Ottawa, all the way. Going back home. 
What is your problem, dog? I gave it to her. Oh my god, there's more! Look at this, everybody. Just pull up on the That's right, you, you tell him, buddy. You tell him. Yeah, we're going all the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Even the dogs have had enough. Even the dogs are going to Ottawa to protest. Okay. I really wanted to save this video. Um, let me just come back for a minute here. So, yeah, you see this? This is... I'm telling you, the vibe is incredible. I went to a protest in uh, Victoria, BC on the weekend. I took my oldest daughter. It was a daddy-daughter daddy day. And we just drove down. And I wasn't sure how many people we were going to see there. This was Saturday. So it was the world march. Like there was, this was happening all over the world, which is pretty cool when you think about it, that while you're protesting, while you're there hanging out with people who want freedom, there's people that are having the same conversation and fighting the same fight in France, in the UK, in Australia, in the US, all over the world, in Africa. I mean, come on, it's amazing. And we went down there and I, Victoria, BC is, it's very, very like chill. Nobody really protests anything um, from what I've seen. They didn't, it wasn't huge. There was protests throughout the last two years, but they weren't as big as what I just saw. Uh, people came from all over the island to go show up there. And it was just a sea of people. There must have been 2,000 people there, which is big for that place. And what I noticed immediately, because I'm not, I honestly don't really like going to a lot of these things. I don't know why, I, like, I love the people and everything, but I just, I don't know. I wasn't drawn to go out. Well, I went there and both me and my daughter had an absolute blast. There wasn't a cop in sight. It was just... And if there was, I would have had a problem, by the way. I just, you know, I, there was no Gestapo there stomping people's heads in. So I was happy about that. And um, there was nothing but love in the air. There was nothing but, you know, people are just there selling cookies and flags and talking and booths are set up, handing out flyers with information on it. Um, there were people with signs, people from every background, you know, like you, you can't look at that and go, there are a bunch of racist, misogynist, homophobes. That's what the anti-vaxxers are. It's fucking, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Um, and you just feel the humanity there. You feel like, and you, I felt the excitement. And I honestly, when I came back from that thing, I just, I've been buzzing ever since. And then the trucker convoy thing really started to hit steam. And I've just been like, oh my goodness. And the reason I'm so excited is because you probably heard me talking on my show about my disappointment in Canada. I was honest. I'm still honest. I was disappointed at the lack of like just how many people just bought into this and wouldn't fight back. And I was getting really upset. I mean, a lot of friends of mine are literally, they were making serious plans to move away and move to Florida or something. And I had told everybody, I'm like, I'm not moving. I'm not moving. I'm going to fight this. This is my country. I'm not moving. <laughs> We're going to fight this. And so I'm glad I stayed. And I wonder if those people are somewhat thinking, wow, now there's Canada's really showing a, a big push here. This is growing. Um, maybe they want to come back and help us finish this. I don't know. But 
it's just been a great energy and real people. And then uh, my daughter and I did a fun thing. We jumped in my truck, rolled all the windows down. I put Muse Resistance on full blast and we drove in front of the protest line and honked and it was just people were waving flags and it was so cool. So cool. My daughter loved it. And uh, it was good to take her down there and show her, you know, show her how it's done. And so I'm just seeing the, I'm seeing the shift happen in people's minds. A lot of friends that I'm talking to, I was just talking to a good friend of mine in Ottawa and she was telling me that like, she's got a big family. She's connected with a lot of different types of people. Vast majority of people around her are double or triple jabbed and they're totally died in the flesh with this. And she says at least 50% within the last two weeks, she's had conversations with people at least 50% of the people she knows that are all double jabbed and went and fell for this are waking up. And they're literally, they're like asking her, where do I start? Where do I go? You know? So, um, all right, guys, hold the phone. I just hear someone crying upstairs. I will be right back with you. So sorry. Oh, my apologies, guys. <laughs> my young one just woke up from a nap and she was worried she was alone and she's not alone. So she's all good. Um, I am going to have to wrap this up, though. And so I just wanted to uh, quickly say a big thank you to all of you. Thank you to these truckers. Thank you to all the freedom fighters pushing hard in Canada and around the world. I'm with you. I support you. I'm going to be here. I'm going to be doing regular updates on what's going on. Um, so be sure to subscribe to my channels and follow me there. All the information about my shows and anytime I do something, you're going to find it over at dwtruthwarrior.com, my website. Um, big shout out to my amazing sponsors, Patriot Switch. Uh, go to truthwarrior.com forward slash. Actually, you can just go to truthwarriorswitch.com. Check that out. Good people over there. We're switching our dollars. Defunding Vanguard. Uh, big shout out to Rise Attire uh, for supporting Cult of the Medics. You can get all that information over at cultofthemedics.com. Um, I'm going to be quite busy covering this over the next few weeks, but I'm also going to be starting up on Chapter 7 really soon of that series, so stay tuned for that. I've got um, Corporal Danny Bulford, who's going to be coming back on real soon. He's on the ground in Ottawa. Um, you can go check out the previous interview that I did with him. He's uh, 
spokesperson for Mounties for Freedom. You can find them at mountiesforfreedom.ca and it's Mounties, the number four, freedom.ca. Um, so I'm going to have him coming back on. I've got uh, some other people that are involved in organizing these trucker protests that are going to be coming on. And I'm going to try to get a lot of good on the ground coverage for you so that we can get the truth out. And you guys can help me share this out as far and wide as possible so that we can counter the fake news narrative as they drown in their own lies, trying desperately to swing this and uh, and tell you a bunch of nonsense. We got to combat that by putting out the truth. So I hope you guys will all help me do that. If this show resonated with you today, or even a piece of this show resonated with you today, please share this out so people can see it. Because um, all these channels are getting shadow banned like crazy. I'm constantly under attack. So please help me out, get this word out. And also go to my Telegram channel. Um, also my Twitter, they're both DW Truthware. I'll be posting updates as I get them over there. And that's a good place to also send your friends if they want to get some more information on this. I think that's it. That's a wrap. I'm going to go and uh, hang out with my daughter for a little bit. I wish you well. I love you lots. Freedom's going to win. Truth is going to win. And you are going to win. Count on it. Let's go do this, guys. All the best. Cheers.